0: God's design for marriage is found in Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said, at the beginning, the creator made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his mother and father and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Welcome to By Design from American Family Radio. Welcome to By Design here on the American Family Radio Network. Good to be with you today. My name is Walker Wildman, and I host the weekday show, AFA at the Core, on the same network, American Family Radio. I host a 1 to 2 p.m. show on American Family Radio each weekday, and I also host occasionally, we rotate host here, but I occasionally host By Design, which is what you're listening to here, and the goal, the purpose of By Design is to uplift, to promote, God's design for marriage and family. God's design for marriage and in return or are, are in extension, God's design for family. And so that's what we're going to discuss here today. That's what we discuss each weekend here on By Design on this edition. And don't forget to go to our website. There's two ways you can keep up with By Design, which is a project of the American Family Association. There's two ways you can keep up with us. You can go to afa.net forward slash by design, afa.net forward slash by design, or you can go to afr.net, click on the podcast tab, and then scroll down to the by design podcast, which is what you're listening to now, and listen there. So both of those places, afa.net and afr.net are great ways to connect and keep up with by design. And uh, the parent ministry here of American Family Radio is American Family Association. And one of our core values, one of our six core values, is marriage and family. Uh, so that really is the driving um, value that leads us to have a show here called By Design, promoting God's design for marriage and family. So that's where, that's the context here. That's the short history. And each week we have different hosts. We have Good old folks like Abraham Hamilton III and his wife Maria on occasion. Will and Mickey Addison, they also host By Design on occasion. My brother Wesley Wildman and his wife Chelsea, they uh, are also hosts of By Design. So we like to share the love around here and have various couples and individuals host By Design. And my wife Lexi, she can't be with me today, but she's also hosted with me in the past. I uh, am married to my wife Lexi going on Six years in December well, uh, will be six years, and we have four little boys. We have four little boys, Luke, my oldest. I have a set of twins, Samuel and Andrew, and then I have a little boy, Isaac, who is going to be here shortly. Uh, so we are truly about marriage and family here at American Family Radio and at By Design. Today I want to I wanna take a little... A good detour away from just what I think about marriage and family, and and focus on maybe what some others think about marriage and uh, building godly marriages. And we should be reminded, and it's um, there's an old saying out there about keeping the main thing, the main thing. You know, we probably have heard our coaches or our teachers say that. Well, the main thing here is that God's word, starting in the book of Genesis and carried out all throughout Scripture and into the New Testament and some of Jesus' teaching, teachings. But uh, marriage is a key tenet of God's design. I mean, family was the first institution that God designed, created in the book of Genesis with Adam and Eve. Um, so that's where we base our view of marriage. That's where we base our view of marriage. So that's always important to keep the main thing the main thing and keep our... our um, Uh, where we get our values from, where we get our beliefs from, keeping that very at the forefront so we don't lose sight of that and we don't start trying to uh, develop values and beliefs that are not attached to Scripture. That's not the place we want to go. But I'm going to go through a couple books that have really played a role in, in the development of my marriage with my wife, Lexi, and a lot of these books I went through. Some of them I went through on my own. Actually, Uh, Two of them I went through on my own. The other two I went through with my wife, Lexi, when we were engaged. But these were very influential books written all by Christian authors, which is important, um, that influenced my marriage, influenced the early years of my marriage, and of course are still carrying uh, influence today as we go on six years of marriage. Uh, But the first one we'll talk about, so this is going to be about uh, 25 minutes of book reviews from Christian authors about marriage. So I thought you would find this interesting because you may want to go through uh, these books with your um, with your spouse, with your husband, with your wife, or if you're engaged or maybe you're just dating in a serious relationship, you still may want to go through these. And hey, if you're single and one day you want to be married, but you're just not there yet, um. Uh, you can also find benefit from these books as well. So the first one we'll mention, we'll talk about, is from Gary Chapman, and I have two of my four here are actually from Gary Chapman. Um, he's a very well-known Christian author, uh, and he writes primarily on marriage. The uh, this first book by Gary Chapman is titled "Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married," and so it's a book you can go through with your with your spouse or with that what you're engaged with, uh, or engaged to, and so this book uh, I went through with my uh, wife Lexi before we got married. Things I wish I'd known before we got married by Gary Chapman. So we'll just go through the, some of the topics, some of the chapters, and then we'll move on to the other three books that I wanted to get to today. But this is this is really a book by Gary Chapman that is aimed at at, at tackling some of the most um, debated are or how do I say this some of the some of the issue some of the issues that come up in marriage some of the top issues that come up in marriage and often lead to disagreements lead to arguments and uh, can end up leading to divorce if they're not resolved so a couple of these that stood out to me as I went through this book by Gary Chapman is um, the 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 chapter in chapter three. Well, let's start at chapter one because this one's important. So, chapter one of Gary Chapman's book, the one I'm talking about here, things I wish I'd known before we got married. Chapter one is about um being in love is not an adequate foundation for building a successful marriage, and that's a truth here. That's a truth that being in love is not an adequate foundation for for building a successful marriage. And you, 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 people hear that and they go, really? Wow, I thought being in love was like the key tenet of having a good marriage. Well, it depends on primarily how you define love, first of all. Our love has to be rooted in Scripture. 1 Corinthians talks about what is love. So we need to have biblical love, but our marriage needs to be rooted in God. Uh, and, and, and Scripture talks about this as well. We need to be equally yoked with that, or with with the person that we're going to marry. That's very important. So that's what Gary Chapman talks about here in chapter one of his book um, about having a strong foundation. And the strong foundation is primarily not love because, as we know, uh, being in love with someone is more than just a feeling. It's a decision we have to make. So that's chapter one. That really stood out to me um, and really made an impact on making sure that that my wife Lexi and I had a strong foundation that was built on God's Word that was not changing, not shifting like sand. Um, another chapter that stood out to me as I went through this book with by Gary Chapman is how to solve disagreements without arguing. And my wife Lexi and I have done a couple or at least done a show or two and some videos on conflict resolution But chapter four here in Gary Chapman's book, How to Solve Disagreements Without Arguing, I mean, this is critical. Because, you know, some, some. if you would have told me that you can solve a disagreement without arguing four years ago, I would have said, no way, no way. You've got to argue if you're going to solve a disagreement. But that's just not true. You can disagree, but not get angry and not argue with your spouse. You can talk through and reason through uh, situations. does that always work? do we do we always you know handle things calmly? No, probably not. Uh, we're all uh, human, we all have our flesh here and we're all prone to sin, but our goal should be able to work through disagreements without arguing. So that's chapter four in Gary Chapman's book, once again, the name of the book we're looking at here, things I'd wish I'd known before we got married. Another um, chapter this is wow. These are like every one of them just pops out. Uh, this is chapter ten. Um, let's see, chapter ten that I was marrying into a family. The fact that we are marrying into a family when we get married—that's so true. That's so true. You know, you marry your wife. People say you marry everyone else in the family too, and there, there is there's some truth to that. Now it's important to remember that the marriage relationship is exclusively between the husband and the wife. So, yes, you are marrying into a family. You do have to, or you do need to, learn how to um, get along, how to be friendly to your spouse's family and extended family. But um, the marriage is between the man and the woman, the husband and the wife. So that's also important to note as we talk about marrying into a family. Um, and so th- those are the three chapters that really made an impact on me as I went through this book by Gary Chapman, Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. Um, I'll move on to the... This one is very, very well-known. This another book by Gary Chapman, and then we'll go on to two others by not by Gary Chapman. Um, this book here is the five love languages for men, all right? So there's the five love languages, and then there's a book for men specific, and there's a book for women. So obviously, I'm a man created in the image of God. So I went through Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages for Men, and I went through this before my wife and I got married, very beneficial very helpful. I think actually my wife and I went through this together, but she had the book for women and I had the book for men. A lot of parallels here in this book, but, you know, love languages aren't, um, love just, and it's, this is important for me to add here as we go through these books. Um, these, these love languages and these tips from these authors here are things that should come after you have a firm foundation. So the firm foundation is the belief in, in, in Jesus Christ for salvation. That is the key ingredient. That is the ingredient for a happy and healthy marriage. And so if you if you have that, if you both have a common belief in Jesus Christ, the Son of God for salvation— from that, you can then take some of these tips from from um from these Christian authors and apply that to your marriage and hopefully have a happy and healthy marriage. But it must be rooted on the common belief, the common faith in Jesus Christ. That's really that's got to be there. that's that's critical because all of these. All of these, uh, all of this advice and all these tips are rooted in Scripture. So, if you don't believe in God's Word, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ for salvation, uh, then you are really going to have a hard time submitting to marriage tips by authors. Um, this, but this, this one, this one's a good one, and it's it's made a, a huge impact across uh, the world in marriages. But it's called the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, and it goes through the different love languages. and Here is here is the five love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, acts of service, and physical touch. Those are the five love languages. Uh, for my wife, Lexi, if I can get this right, boy, am I putting myself on the spot. <laughs> um, for my wife, Lexi, and by the way, the languages the, the languages are the same for men and women um, in Gary Chapman's book. But my wife really thrives off of these three, words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service. Those are the three that my wife thrives off of, words of affirmation, quality time, and acts of service. And if I got that wrong, well, I'm going to find out later because I'm going to go ask my wife, hey, did I get this right? Hopefully I did. If I didn't, well, maybe I'll have to come back and correct it. The uh, For myself here, uh, as far as my love languages that that uh, my wife and I went through and, and discovered when we were engaged to be married, um, I really thrive off of... Gift giving, I like, receiving, I like receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So the last three love languages are, are my love languages. Um, and these aren't absolute. I mean, I also like words of affirmation and quality time, but if I have to rank them, there you go. That's it. Uh, so this second book that I wanted to cover was from, or is from, also a Gary Chapman book, The Five Love Languages. So that's the, those are the two books we've gone through this far. Things I'd Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married, Gary Chapman and The Five Languages for Men, also a Gary Chapman book. Um, another another book that I uh, went through before I got married, and I think I went through this book on my own, and it is Marriage in Light of Eternity, or Are You and Me Forever, Marriage in Light of Eternity, by Francis... Chan and Lisa Chan. So, so Francis and Lisa Chan wrote this book together. They co-authored this book, "You and Me Forever: Marriage in Light of Eternity." And it's it. This is deep. This book. I mean, it's 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 rooted in Scripture, to say the least. Um, some of the some of the the chapters here that Francis and Lisa Chan go through are marriage isn't that great. And you say, what? This is a show on marriage. You're saying marriage isn't that great? No, the context here is um, how much greater God is and that marriage isn't in and of itself that great. If if we leave Christ out of our marriage, it's not that great. So we have to have Christ at the center of our marriage um, in order for it to be great. So marriage in and of itself, is not special, but the fact that God created marriage and family, that is special. So we got to leave the founder, the creator, at the center of our marriage in order for it to be special. Uh, Chapter uh, 2, Pursue the Perfect Marriage. Chapter 3, this goes along with one of the chapters that Gary Chapman covered as well, and that is learning to fight well. Chapter 3 in Francis and Lisa Chan's book, You and Me Forever, Marriage in Light of Attorney. You learn to fight well. What? We're training couples to fight? Well, we need to learn how to resolve conflict. And there is such thing as fighting well. How do you fight well? Well, you resolve disagreements and build consensus without destroying your marriage and without demeaning your spouse. That's important. So that's chapter three that Francis and Lisa Chan tackle. Um, the chapter four, don't waste your marriage. So, hey, let's be intentional. What are we using our marriage for? What is our marriage being used for? Is it being used for God's glory? If the answer is yes, then good for you. Um, that is, it should be our goal. So let's don't waste our marriage. Let's don't go through life um, and put all this time and energy and intentionality into our marriage, uh, all focused on the wrong thing, and our, our our marriage, the 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 purpose, God's purpose for marriage and family, is to glorify His kingdom and to multiply His kingdom as well. You know, we hear uh, Matthew. Um. Twenty-eight and other parts of the Gospels talk about being uh, making disciples. Well, one of the primary means of making disciples is through your marriage and through family, through the raising of children. And so that's another another aspect here that we that really drove us to creating this by design podcast that you're listening to now here on the American Family Radio Network is um building godly marriages so that in return we can make disciples of our children it's you see the impact here I mean the impact truly is generational and the impact can go down um and and, and, and affect so many generations um in families that it really could could have an it, it's it's eternal work It has an eternal impact. So when we talk about marriage, you know, if you don't have a strong marriage, a strong foundation rooted in Christ, rooted in biblical principles, then, you know, you can't expect uh, your children to be properly discipled, uh, to be properly displayed uh, what a godly marriage looks like. So we have to have strong marriages, and that's what drove us. One of the things that drove us— to uh, to this point and to produce the By Design podcast. Once again, you're listening to the American Family Radio Network. Uh, this is By Design. I'm Walker Wildman. I'm your host for today here on the show. If you want to find out more information about the show, don't forget to go to our website, afa.net forward slash By design. afa.net forward slash buy design to check out our website, check out our podcast. We also have short videos there, by the way. We have short videos there um, where that you can watch and be inspired, be encouraged, be challenged. Um, and the last thing I'll mention is the great articles that we have there. We have some great articles there uh, on our website, afa.net forward slash by design. The last book I want to talk about um, has a little bit to do with marriage, a lot to do with parenting. <laughs> and those, uh, marriage and family goes hand in hand. If you have, um, God's design is that we'll not only become married to our spouse, to our husband, to our wife, but we'll also be fruitful and multiply, as Scripture calls us to. Um, but but one of the books that really influenced my me being a father, and this was – I read this uh, before my oldest boy, Luke, was born, actually, uh, as he was still in the womb. I read this book by John Fuller. Uh, John Fuller is co-host of Focus on the Family Daily Broadcast, which you also hear here on the American Family Radio Network. But the name of the book is uh, First Time Dad. (laughs) First Time Dad. We've... All of us dads have been there before, being a first-time dad. Um, But he really tackles um, everything needed to be a godly father to your children. He goes through issues like loving your wife. Uh, Break the chain. This is important. I want to hit on this for a minute. Break the chain is chapter 4 in John Fuller's book, First-Time Dad. Break what chain? Well, If maybe your dad didn't measure up, maybe if your mom didn't measure up, you had a broken home, um, you did not have a godly uh, upbringing by your parents, then now's the time to break the chain. Now's the time to break the chain. Just because you uh, weren't able to benefit from a godly marriage, from a godly upbringing, doesn't mean that you have to follow in those same footsteps. It doesn't mean that your children shouldn't be able to experience uh, and benefit from a godly marriage. So break the chain. Break the generational chain and make a difference. And that doesn't always have to apply to, you know, it doesn't mean that you came from a broken home, but even if there are things that your dad or your mom did that maybe you just want to do different um, than, uh then do that. Now's the time to break the chain and and uh, and not have to always follow in footsteps, especially if those footsteps are not positive, are not rooted in God's Word and how He would have our marriages uh, be designed and, and flow from. A couple other things that John Fuller addresses in his book, this book, once again, this is the last one I'll review here on the show by design. First-time dad... He, uh, chapter 11, he talks about uh, the spiritual formation of your children. The spiritual formation of your children, that is it. We, as parents, as moms and dads, we are responsible for the spiritual formation of our children. So, we, as moms and dads, as husbands and wives, we need to be in God's Word, studying God's word knowing God's word and how it applies to our life so that we can then turn around and teach that to our children teach that to our grandchildren that's our responsibility that's what we need to be doing and there's this you know there's this big discussion in America today about what is the role of parents in education, what, matter of fact, what's the role of parents in the life of their children? That's a big discussion going on right now. And you've got parents who are waking up to the reality that what their children are being taught, whether it be at school or hanging out with their friends or at a friend's house or whatever, what our children are being taught, is it does it align with our values? Does it align with our biblical values? And many parents across the country now are realizing that, hey, my kids are not being taught stuff I agree with. My kids are being taught stuff that I don't agree with and that God's Word doesn't agree with. So let me step in. This is my job to parent my children. So let me step in and have a say on how my children are being raised, what my children are being taught. So that is a good thing, folks. As parents, we don't just need to be involved when our kids come home from school or when our kids are under our direct supervision. We need to be involved as parents in the lives of our children at every step, every step of the way. And there's this old uh, joke out there about being a helicopter parent, the parent that's always hovering around your child. Um you know, watching every step, every move. And yes, I mean, there is there is a certain point where we need to allow our children to go into the world and to make their own decisions. But during their most formative years, we need to shape them. We need to disciple them. As uh, Miki Addison says, she says, we need to indoctrinate them. And that's so true. We need to disciple our children so that when the time comes for them to go into the world, to be salt and light, to be on their own, to be adults, that they are ready for that. So the primary role of parents is to disciple their children. Don't forget that. Hey, you've been listening to By Design here on the American Family Radio Network. The four books that I covered, two of them by Gary Chapman, the others on by Francis and Lisa Chan, and the last one I talked about was from John Fuller, We'll post a link to these books on our By Design podcast page. Go to afa.net forward slash buy design and listen to this show and listen to other shows and other great content all focused on building godly marriages. Thanks for tuning in.